I'm Nathan. I'm Bobby. And this could be a podcast. Podcast. Me and Bitcoin. <laughs> you got a, you yeah. got a rough relationship. Well, it's like if I could have a 180 degree relationship with my conspiracy theory self, like oh. it, that's me and Bitcoin. Whereas, like, okay, I want to believe. I I would love to believe. I would love to like cash and be like, yes, this I I am theoretically a millionaire with Bitcoin. Right? Yeah, and then when it all comes crashing down, maybe it's the curmudgeon in me coming out or. I'm like, uh, I highly doubt that, you know, any major currency is going to just fall and be like, you're right. It's just better. Right. It's just better. Right. And we're just, you won. You won this one. We give up. Sure. Um, I think it's a highly speculative asset. Yeah. I mean, the volatility. That's what I'm saying. Like, it has value to the people that hold value to it, which is an asset, not a currency. Yeah. Yeah. so yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to buy one for forty thousand dollars. No, it, like Bitcoin is, it's a lovely idea, um, sure, mm-hmm. but practical application. I mean, it's it's communism. That's I mean, as far as like, oh, this is a really good idea. Well, I this is a really good idea, but it's never going to actually be a thing. I don't think. I don't think it's communism. I don't think that's. I, I'm saying like ideas that like when you write them down on paper, okay. they seem okay. like a good idea, not gotcha. like. No, do you no. think communism is a good idea written down on paper? It sounds good, doesn't it? Everybody gets you know treated right equally. Equally, the, yeah, that, yeah. It's just when you get to the nitty gritty of it that it's oh man, this is a bullshit idea. But that's the thing about like Bitcoin. Equality <laughs> is equality is I I, I guess in it takes in, out the like an the reality idea it takes <laughs> out the reality of this of the world. If Correct. You, well, it's making out like the mankind, like nature yeah, of yeah. just survival, basically. Yeah, and Bitcoin being like because people get bored. An That's, economy, yeah. Well, and just the boredom. Like murder's been illegal for since the dawn of man, but uh, yeah, but uh, it still happens all the fucking time because some people get bored and then they just choose to murder people. I mean, that's it, really it's, it's weird. Like I don't know. I go back and forth uh, with this fallacy of you know everything's illegal. I mean, if something's illegal. Then why why well of course, you know we why should we make another root law, if it's already illegal this way? Mm-hmm. Uh, why do we need to make another law? Well shit, then why do we have any laws at all? I mean that's I mean I've had that pushback and I've I've tried to fight myself with this about gun control, mm-hmm. for example. Like, okay, we've got a we've got a gazillion gun control laws. Uh, there's a shit ton out there. Yeah, but uh, we're Americans by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but by but you know bad guys bad guys here's the deal about gun control laws bad guys aren't going to follow them okay so what's, so what's okay great and you can flip that on its head okay <laughs> you know why we got all these murder laws you exactly. know bad guys aren't going to follow them yeah. that's not going to stop you know <laughs> you know who don't follow follow the murder laws murderers murderers <laughs> Those are the ones, actually. That it's, I mean, a hundred percent of the time. I I would love to know like the numbers of like somebody's like I'm gonna murder that son of a bitch. Oh, it's illegal, you say? Well, <laughs> that re- can I that, walk back my statement? <laughs> that's gonna that really put a hole in my bucket. Here I was. I didn't know it was illegal. <laughs> okay, I didn't know. What? There's a there's no bit there's ignorance no, of the law, sir. Yeah, exactly. You're telling me murdering somebody's illegal? What? Oh. Well, then that's on me. Okay. 
and I apologize. And I apologize. Okay. Right. Is that not enough? Uh, no, no. It's <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. I came at with you with the butcher knife. Right. Um I I did not know. Nobody told me this. Nobody sat down and nobody said this. It seems like a good courtroom sketch that we should uh, that we should <laughs> you make. Wanna, you wanna like, really... Look, I I'm serious. I was raised in a bunker, okay? Right. Uh, my parents were not very informative as to what to the sure. laws of the United States of America were, quote unquote. Um, so when I was pissed off by this person, rage overtook me, and I just I stabbed them to death. And I, I look, didn't know. And I clearly did not know no. that that was illegal. And had I known, hand to God, <laughs> uh, I would have been there. I would never have done that. Right. And right. If the jury can just recognize. I have not killed a single person since I killed this person. Like, well, once I figured out it was wrong, I too yeah, understand right. that this is an issue. Yeah, somebody yeah. no, somebody pulled me aside. Yeah, let me like, know you don't do in this. A very, you're not supposed to do this. I'm sorry. Well, I was telling you earlier today. When... <laughs> yeah, I'm not supposed to murder people. Thank you. <laughs> no, I, I'm glad we got that out of the way. Something, kind... something uh, really akin to that, though. I was telling you earlier earlier today when I, I ran into the drummer from Hootie and the Blowfish <laughs> yeah. at, at oh a spring training game. Oh, you so were... I was walking around, and this is 2001. You know, I like, think that's what we settled. I think that's what yeah. we settled on. It was sophomore year of me in high school, but I was walking around um, a spring training complex, and in a crowd of people, just like that looks like the drummer from Hootie and the Blowfish. And again, early on in cell phone etiquette, not even like I even don't think, cell phone I, I usage. Don't, I don't think it's that early. I don't think it's that early in cell, I, cell phone. I think it, I think it was early in cell phone usage. I think that you are like just oblivious of like, well, of the world, and you just got excited because you saw some guy from Hootie and the Blowfish. Well, well, because I'm gonna paraphrase it. I'm gonna like go back a little bit because here's what I did. I saw him. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. I walked all the way back to my parents after I saw him the first time. Yeah. And then I said, I think I saw the drummer from Hootie and the Blowfish. And my dad, to his credit, was like, Yeah, you think you saw him? I'm like. Yeah, I think I saw him. And we had not, less than five years ago, gone and saw Hootie and Blowfish together. It was a magical time. But, so we, we were like, I'm, I'm like, I'm I'm pretty sure it's him. So he trusted if me. If you were going to put a number on it. Um, like the percentage that yeah. he thought. It had to be over 60%. I mean. Okay. It, maybe he wanted to go see, to see if I was right and if I was wrong, give me shit for it. Maybe. That might have been on the table. Okay. But anyway. <laughs> To his credit, he's like, "All right, I'll, I'll go with you. I'm uh, gonna give my son a let, long leash. Let's give a long leash on this. <laughs> this is a spring training Cubs game. Let's let's give a long leash to this one." So we walked all the way back, and yeah. again, so this is where this is the, where you the fucked etiquette. Up. Yeah, this is where I fucked up. I just walk right up to him. I tap him on the shoulder, and I'm like, "Are you the drummer from Hootie and the Blowfish?" Not realizing that he's on a cell phone. Which again, in 2001. Did you realize he was on a cell phone? No, no, okay. no, no, no. Okay, no, no. then that's totally different. No, I mean no. that's not breaking cell phone etiquette. If you don't know somebody's on a phone, that's not breaking etiquette. That's, that's why I say, like, initially when it was so rare to see somebody on a cell phone, okay, let alone even at a, you know, at a baseball game. Sure. Like you're just like, I'm not expecting you to be on a phone <laughs> at a game in 2001. I know from anyone born from 1995 on, this is a rare concept. I'm gonna, but. I'm going to push back you on you a little bit. I mean, the idea of you were like, oh, my God, he's he's on a phone. I realized it initially because when when he like turned away from and me and he took the hell the- phone and he's like, hold on one second. Just one second. And then the whoever was with him, whether it was manager or handler or whatever, was like, hold on one second. He's just on the phone. I'm like, oh, OK, cool. And Are you sure it wasn't just like a dude like his buddy. I- 
Maybe. Just Maybe. An, uh, can we just say it was another adult? It was another the idea, adult. The, the idea of the another of adult. the drummer from Hootie and the Blowfish having his manager escorting him around. No, but is is a uh, body person. A body I would man? say a the, even a body man in two thousand one. I mean, Cracked Rearview Mirror came out in '94, so uh, one of the top twenty selling albums of all time. I think it's top ten. Top ten. I think, I think that's what I'll we, look it up. Yeah, I think that's what we saw. Uh, yeah, the idea that you know they've got just a a guy following them around, making sure they're on time. Listen, you're going to be here for this Cubs uh, spring training game for a little bit, and oh, then you're going to go meet the no, governor no, no. after this. You're missing the point of all this. He wasn't doing anything. This was recreation time. For yeah, the I know. That's what I'm saying. Pitch. Like, there was no obligation. Yeah. This is just him. But he had to go meet the governor, because that's what the manager's there to keep him on task. I I cannot speak He's to- not going to- I'm telling you right now. I'm not going to speak to the itinerary of the drummer from Hootie and the Blowfish, and that's his name, actually. I'm never going to find out his name. <laughs> You're not going to- He's like, just always going to be the drummer of- I'm not even going to look up if he's on Cameo or not, because <laughs> be like, do you remember when this kid interrupted you? 100%. 100%. That dude's not on Cameo. Well, because well, he's got Hootie and the Blowfish, <laughs> no fuck you money. Yeah. Well, right. You're right. But the, the, the tie a bow on that story. Okay. He was fantastic. He was the drummer. Hey, let's get this out of the way. He was the drummer from Hootie and the Blowfish. But he was the nicest guy. He he ended up signing my, my ticket. Right. And thank you know, and I'm like... First off, because I think I do think there's a level of appreciation for someone just recognizing him out of a crowd. I'm like, oh, are you the? Dr-? It's a baseball game. I'm not expecting to see any musician here. I'm not expecting to see anybody. Sure. Could you pick the drummer of uh, Hootie the Blowfish out of the no. crowd? No, no. So then you have no. Appreciation I don't think for I could pull. I don't think I okay. could pick the drummer from ACDC out of a crowd. Well, you and me at least share that in common. Okay. Okay. All right. So, best you've selling got pull, albums. You've got pulled up top selling albums of all time. Mm-hmm. With with distinctions of studio albums, greatest hits, and compilation soundtracks and live albums. Okay. Which I I think that's that's interesting to look I think, at. I think this is a different list than what we initially saw when we looked it up the first time. You know, a year and a half ago or whatever it was. When we saw Hootie and the Blowfish? Uh, yeah, I was on our way to see Hootie and the Blowfish. Because we just couldn't believe how well this album sold. Yeah, where's it at? It's not even on this list, man. Uh, tw- Well, that's because we're dealing with 20 to 29 million. It's not right. even on this list. Let me look up Cracked Revere. Hold on. We'll get down to the metal. The... Get, get, yeah. It was lovely. We went and saw Hootie and the Blowfish at the Great Jones County Fair. Fantastic time. Down in Monticello, Iowa. Here's what I like about Monticello, is that it's pronounced Monticello and no. not Monticello. Which is how it, I believe, should be pronounced, right? I think, well, like, Monticello is how they pronounce, uh, is it Jefferson? Yeah, Thomas Jefferson's Thomas home. Jefferson's home is, mm-hmm. is Monticello, um, which I think is, is interesting. Iowa has this, like, weird list of towns that are, like, pronounced weird. Uh, so there's a, uh, so the capital of Spain is Madrid, mm-hmm. but there's a town in Iowa called Madrid. Madrid, yep. <laughs> it's not Madrid. It's Madrid. Uh, what's the other one? S- uh, it's spelled Sigourney, like Sigourney Weaver, mm-hmm. but it's pronounced Sigourney. Sigourney. <laughs> well, the Madrid one is funny because I'm a big fan of the band Wilco. And, oh. Um, uh, before Jeff Tweedy and, you know, 
95% of Uncle Tupelo split off from sure. Uncle, the band Uncle Tupelo. They had a song called, uh, with Uncle Tupelo, they had a song called New Madrid. And mm. it's spelled Madrid. But, yeah. But they pronounce went out of their way to pronounce it Madrid. Madrid. Yeah. And they're from Chicago, so I'm like, well, yeah. I'd like, you know, maybe it's a Midwest thing, you know? I Like, I just love, um, like, weird towns in Iowa. Like, I had an idea of, like, in college of going to towns in Iowa with weird names and getting drunk and try to, like, pin people down at the local taverns about the etymology of their town's name. <laughs> like, I don't think it'd be very successful as to find a... Uh... Well, listen, I mean, so there's a town... Re- what really sparked it off was a, a town called What Cheer, spelled what, space, cheer. Okay. Oh, you got... Oh, hell, you got... No, no, go, go on. So we'll it was like, what does that even mean? Uh-huh. I went and saw uh, your favorite band, Not A Surf, Booty and the Bullfish? Okay. Saw so Not a Surf in uh in Ames mm-hmm. and we're like, we passed a town called What Cheer. And I was just like I always I always wanted to write a song called What Cheer. I thought it like yeah. I thought it'd be like a Paul Simon song. Ooh, that yeah. Called, like What Cheer. Because what was the uh there was a slash town like What Cheer uh-huh. that that exit. Uh I want to say it's what cheer and oh i know what it is because there's another because there's another town that sounds exactly like it mm-hmm. that's south of diagonal i'm trying to remember the name of it anyhow anyway. that's uh, Li- uh linville linville lineville so anyway there's lineville it's uh what cheer in lineville linville what cheer i always thought would be a good paul simon song yeah anyhow the guy's like oh man what cheer how's that where's all the cheer at what cheer As a musician you're thinking these things you see and, and the guy is like and he's like oh but then like we're like maybe it was like Really up you like what cheer this people have. What cheer exactly? <laughs> wow, what cheer. Yeah. Um, okay. All right, so here, here okay. here's what I found. Okay. Get, get so me. it's adjusted. Okay. Adj- adjusted for what? All right. So there was a uh, I don't like this. So Cracked Rear View is Hootie and the Blowfish's most successful album. It was the best selling Really? Oh yeah. By far. Oh. Yeah. yeah. It but was the best o- but their other album, um, you know, <laughs> Fairweather Johnson. <laughs> That's it. That was the other one. <laughs> it sounds like a made-up name, <laughs> but it's actually the one. So it was the best-selling album in 1985 with okay. 10.5 million uh, shipments that year alone, eventually achieving 21 million album album equivalent. Uh, album equivalent. That's units a... by May 21st, 2018. Um, it is the joint 19th best-selling album of all time in the United States. Cracked Revere reached number one on the Billboard 200 five times over the course of 1985. That's interesting as well. So five that's, times that's it went and went, like came and went. So the album uh, also reached number one in Canada and New Zealand, basically America. Um, <laughs> three, <laughs> three million copies were sold through Columbia House mail order system. That's interesting that's... as when that, because this was a classic on the Columbia yeah. House oh, yeah. mail order system. I want to say this is where my I I did not participate in the Columbia House mm-hmm. uh, shenanigans, but my sister did, and this was certainly an album that by I she yeah, purchased. Paying like what, what, like, what would be the the deal like, that they would it was do? Like it was some stupid. You sign thing. up, and it's like uh, nine albums for a penny each. Yeah, nine albums <laughs> or, for a penny. or horse shit like that. But again, like the primary incarnation of which was okay. So this is basically this is like a giving an album away for visiting a radio station. 
that's that's kind of yeah. what I always thought oh. about it. Like when like you get a free T-shirt for showing up, basically. Oh. Like if you show initiative to sign up, we kind of got your not necessarily your contact information, but we we're getting this music into you. It's a it's a loss leader, I guess, is what it would be. So, I mean, so f- you're getting this music into your hands. Yeah, you're gonna listen to it. We we don't really even care if you bought it from us because sure you took the initiative to sign up, which no. is. No. Uh, already a stopgap for no. people to do. Th- th- that's not it at all. It's all about re- uh, reoccurring billing. I'm you're gonna get billed. Oh, probably on the back at, end. No, no, no. You get billed every month, and they're gonna send you whatever garbage they want. Well, what was the? What that's, was? I mean, that's when you signed up. You said okay. You pick out your ten albums or whatever, and then we're gonna bill you ten dollars a month, and we're gonna send you a CD. No, 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 no. To because there was nothing and then you'd on, have to, th- and they'd have to cancel it. Well, you'd have to cancel it, but also there'd be nothing. There wasn't. No, there was no credit card attached to it. I mean, you're. No, I mean, they'd bill you. They'd they'd bill you, but to to what? I mean, you wouldn't send a, a checking account. I don't. I don't know. That's a good question. Like, did you have to send them a check? How did billing work for Columbia House Records? Well, let's get to the bottom of this here. Hold on. Or at least in the mid '90s, slash late '80s. Uh, so let's go to security breach. So, okay, this is in 2001. There was a security breach. Uh, the Columbia House website exposed thousands of customer names, addresses, and portions of credit card numbers, um, leaving private information about customers' vulnerable exploitation. So, again, so in 2001, that makes sense. But I remember these things in, like, the, the mid-'90s. Let's go down here to business practices. Let's do Membership. This. Okay. Uh, during the first three decades of Columbia House, they had the most unique marketing strategy. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, give the customers a handful of vinyl records for free, although most of their early marketing campaigns required the customer to tape a penny to an enclosed postcard and then promise that they would purchase a set number of records at full retail price plus shipping. Okay. Yes. So that's a, you give us a penny. It's a, It's basically drug dealing. You know, we'll give you a free taste. Yes. And then at the end, you're going to pay what we want you to pay for. Basically, to get them hooked. Yeah. You're hoping that... the I, Not hooked. I mean, the idea, hooked. like, is to... They're going to be, A, lazy, too lazy to cancel. No, 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 no. What We're going back. Require a penny, uh, tape a penny to the enclosed uh, postcard slash order form with the promise that they would purchase a set yeah. of re- records. So it's a promise. Go into a contract. No, no, no. It's not saying a contract. It's a promise. Yeah. A kiss is not a contract. <laughs> there were dozens of small sheets, uh, stamps that were enclosed in the mailer. These stamps had pictures of the actual album. So this is all. Oh, yeah. I remember that. So this is all uh, the albums that they would get. These are not the orders that they would uh, process. Yeah. I mean, I remember like, I remember like, they're almost like little stamps. Yeah. Like you'd stamp. Yeah. Yeah. And you'd say, this is the one I want. Um, so, uh, let's see. I don't, I don't see, like, first off, if they're sending them in to get, if we're just taking this at face value. Yeah. They're taping a penny to the enclosed postcard or order form to get the free CDs. I'm going to give away a bunch of money. There's no. Give away a bunch of music. There's no contract signed there. Mm, uh, Probably not. And I just remember, because I remember feeling like it was such a scam as a kid. I would get so close. Because what I I would do, I would get these guitar magazines and these things would be littered in the guitar magazines and everything i'd get so close to feeling filling it out then i would never have the balls to send it in because again it felt like a fucking scam even as a kid sure um but you you wouldn't have to put any fucking credit card information in 
Not in not in the mid to late nineties. Yeah. I mean, maybe two thousand one. Maybe like because they had no apparently security system for. I mean, yeah. There's all. In specified circumstances, memberships are available whereby the customer is not required to respond uh, to direct sele- selection mailings unless he or she wants to buy of the movie. This is because it morphed into a movie club later. When such memberships expired, the old rules return and required it in time to prevent shipping of a full-price movie without customer input. See, that's, I mean, they would... I mean, that's kind of <clears throat> the online distribution practices yeah. that we have right now, but anyway. So, I mean, so they would send you stuff, and it didn't matter. Like, if you didn't say, hey, I want this movie, I want to pay for this movie at full price, they're going to ship it to you, whatever they want, right? and bill you. And but, you got billed. And and they, like, ding your credit, too. But that's this is the thing, though, about it. If you didn't pay, it you was... Had to, you had to buy that first one, though. You'd have to, like, they'd give you the, they'd give you the taste. You'd get the, sure. you'd get the free albums, and then you'd have to buy the album. And then once you bought the album, then they have the information, and then they'd be able to do that at the time. Because it's it's going into this negative option billing. Are you seeing this here? Uh, yeah. yeah. So Columbia practices ne- negative option billing, a form of commercial distribution in which services are automatically supplied to the customer until a specific cancellation order is issued. Uh, the practice has drawn many complaints from consumers, blah, 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 blah. But that's only if you give them your information, not taping a penny to a postcard. But they have your information because you like they get shipped somewhere, right? But if you have my address, and you don't have sh- my credit card number, and they'll ship you a bill. And if you don't pay that bill, then you're gonna be put into collections. Understood. Yeah. I mean, but that's that's under the, I guess that's under the uh, assumption that I've agreed to pay. Sure, and I, mean, I think that's probably agreed that you're gonna pay. With but that it says, promise. Well, if we're going back here, it says. Is it how many albums are they they saying that they have to? Uh, I remember it was like ten. I don't remember. And that Your might first be, month. That might be it. But where was it? Where did we just see this? Do we was it up here? They're bankrupt, by the way. Of course. Uh, yes, that's absolutely them. Where's this? Where's this penny situation? We I think it was at? in the marketing. Or is it in the membership? <clears throat> Business practices. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. So although most of the early marketing campaigns required the customer to tape a penny to the enclosed postcard slash order form with the promise that they would purchase a set of a set number of records at full yeah. retail price. Okay. So there we go. A set number. Yeah. We can move on. Like now. a month. Like a, yeah. I mean like a year. A set number. Yeah. Yeah. At full price. So still drug dealer te- <laughs> terminology. Sure. I mean. I mean drug dealer tactic, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I guess you could say that. Anytime you give anyone a free taste, I yeah. mean, I mean, that's it's what's called a loss leader. And well, that's what I mean. That's what this is. Not that's, on the streets. It's called a taste. Taste. Yeah. It's a loss leader. That's what they're, I said, though. It was. They're it hoping, was a loss leader. They're hoping that you we can guilt you into yes paying full album prices for twelve albums. Going back to what I said initially, this is a loss leader because we have the supply to be able to do this. Yeah. And oh, we're sure. we're hoping that you listen to it. And aside from the uh, financial aspect of like paying for it, you know, and like even contractually paying for it, you, we hope that you actually dig the music and get into it. Like you send somebody in 1995 ten albums. No, but a, they but they pick those. Albums. No, no, no. They but pick those. Albums. Here's the thing, kids. Those people would listen to that album, like the whole album, and maybe they would get into that band. But and then there's percentage. Nobody of, got into Cracker. <laughs> well, some people did because they had a hit. They had one hit. Yeah, enough 
look, Cracked Rear View is on the top one, like the top uh, selling yeah. albums of all time for a reason. Well, so is Bad, because it's good. Yeah. Also, you know, they had five major hits off of Cracked Rear View Mirror, as compared to that Kerosene. That was, by the way, that was uh, Cracked. No, Kerosene Hat was Cracked? No one cares. No, what was the name of that? Right? Cracked? No. I think it was Kerosene Hat Kerosene, was their album. Kerosene Hat was the name of the album. Let's go back Wasn't to- it, who's, the, who's that band? Cracker? Cracker. I'm sorry. Yeah. Not Cracked. Yeah. Cracker. Cracked was a magazine that was similar to Mad. Yes. Cracker was the band with the album Kerosene Hat with the hit song Low. So I'm interested in this- uh, As compared to Hootie and the Bluefish, which had like five big hits. On one album. On a album. Yeah. They also had hits on Fairweather Johnson. They just weren't as big. I can tell you a single. And you know you know what? I said you only need four or five hits to you know just live. Right. You right. Mean, you can right. live on four to five hits. Donut the Starland vocal band. Exactly. <laughs> fuck you, John Denver. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> but uh top selling album of all time. Okay. What do we got? Uh I think it was Michael Jackson's thriller. I might have cheated ahead. No, no, no. It's adjusted. Oh, this is adjusted? Yeah. It, well, go scroll back up. Oh, oh, this is this is it. This is it. Oh, I'm, oh okay. I'm giving you the. Oh, it's right here. Number one stunner. Number one slot. Eagles. Their their greatest hits from seventy one to seventy five. Mm-hmm. That's great. I mean, everybody knows that album with the blue background and the weird eagle skull thing. Yeah. Good album. It's great. That's why I thought it was interesting to when they specified at the list of best-selling albums of all time, this studio greatest albums, greatest, greatest compilations, soundtracks, right. live albums. It almost seems, I, I as a musician, it seems sure. unfair to categorize greatest hits yeah. in the same in the same category as studio albums, as far as greatest albums, because right below it is Thriller. Thriller is just a studio album, right, 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 and in not to take anything away from the from the Eagles or Eagles as they they're not the Eagles by the way oh, they they're are not Eagles. Eagles yeah oh well um, I don't like that at all and that's why a lot of people say the Eagles but here they are at number three with Hotel California <laughs> like two of the top three best selling albums of all, all time. time all time belong to the Eagles yep Eagles Eagles that's <laughs> fine how bad would a Eagles uh docu not docu drama but like biopic be it'd be pretty bad did you not watch the one they had no i mean they had a they had a documentary yeah no but i'm like oh, a bio like, like a glenn like, fry like, biopic like a uh, bohemian rhapsody yeah. style or rocket man yeah it'd be bad but i hate those movies i hate them so much i mean i don't know who likes them people do i mean so i remember reading motley Crue's the dirt um when i was when i was in high school and it was really got you jazzed well, first off, it's a fantastic book. I mean, it never, and it got you jazzed. It got me jazzed, but that was, but it was interesting when reading that book because it's it's all four of their stories, and they, they basically, you know, they're ghostwriting it, you know, sure, through sure, their um their experience. So it's like the Bible. Sure, yeah, the dirt is very much like <laughs> the Bible. Yep, I've said that a ton, more than once, more than once. But it's interesting because. It is a it's it's a unique way of telling a story, and they all come from such different situations sure. and everything with that. So, in I remember when I was out in L.A. when I was trying to be 
musician slash actor and going out to things. I remember going on one casting call. And How'd that go for you? Oh, I mean, it was a fun time, but it wasn't. Uh, <laughs> was it for NCIS? No, NCIS. No, that was. I didn't get that high. No. Yeah. No. No. What did you go to a casting call for? I went. I went to a casting call to uh for an agent for an. So basically, like uh, and not a cold read, but like you you're just basically going to try to get an agent. Did you go in and read like Peter Parker or something? No, 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 no. I didn't. No. What did you read? You uh, there was one you you had. There was one because I went to a a couple of them. Oh. Okay. You get to know me. More than one. And look at that. Yeah. More than one. Well, here's the thing in LA. There's a LA. lot of casting calls out there. So yeah. you can either be a caterer or uh, a struggling actor or a musician. Both. I thought I was both. Yeah, right. So uh, I went. I watched a- Waiting. Not Waiting. Uh, yeah, it wasn't uh, Waiting. What was the one with. Uh, with uh, What's his name? Adam. What was the catering show? Was it called just called Catering? Oh, Adam Scott. Adam Scott? Yeah, it was. Yeah, I remember that one. Uh, that was it good. was good. Yeah, it wasn't bad, but it, very similar. I had yeah. to, that was funny because I experienced it a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I went to, I went to like a uh, a casting agent, and you know you're you're just meeting with them and everything with that, and you're just kind of going back and forth, and they're just trying to yeah. Some of them like one of them had me like read like some lines, and like it was. Did you recognize it? No, no, no. It wasn't like a script. It was just like a. That the abil- it, it felt like the ability to read. Like, <laughs> like, can you yes. just? Are you actually literate? Yeah, because it was like a weird, like tongue twister. I remember hot dogs were involved with it for some reason. Like hot dogs and lemonade at a picnic table or something like that. Like, can you just... it, it, like a weird, like the the human torch was denied a bank loan type of thing. <laughs> and like, and you, like if you could get that, you could show some promise. You know, hot dogs, lemonade at a picnic. Yeah, all those elements were there <laughs> in that order. I don't remember. I had them, at but... the picnic. I had a hot dog and lemonade. Mm-hmm. This kid's got it. There, a funny story about that one, though. So that was the weird, awkward, uh, like waiting room. Of yeah. Me and a me and a uh, a waiting room with like a guy and his two kids, and Ooh. like you couldn't tell like who was on the on the call. <laughs> like if they were like, is this who's going in for this tryout this here? Is, who's going is in it for you, the, the dad, or is it the two kids, nah, or is it all three no, of them? Or I think it's either me. Yeah. Or little Johnny, yeah. Stevie over there. So he needs to get his shit straight. But uh, so <laughs> two of these, the two that I got called back for, all ended up in the same way of very scamish of like, oh. okay, well, so here's what we need you to do: go out and buy, you know, these headshots here. Thirty-seven these headshots. Yeah, we need these things from you here, and if you can do those, then we'll uh, we'll move forward and everything like that. And at that time, I mean, oh, I hard like, pass. At that time, I had like. 10 grand in my bank account and I was living in my uncle's studio apartment. 10 grand in your bank account? Yeah, that doesn't last very long in LA. Well, I mean, if you're not working, I guess. Yeah, it's, again, so here's the other thing about LA. Uh, If you can't wait on anything, like if you can't like, uh, you know, be a server or anything like that, like there's no money to be made. Like you- Didn't you make, uh, so you you did not work in the food industry before you left from LA? I left- I, yeah, I did work. Yeah, I did work in the food industry, but so it wasn't. Experience. Yeah, it wasn't enough experience to get hired. I couldn't. I had a friend that worked at a Hard Rock Cafe in L.A. And I, yeah, I hinted heavily. I didn't want to say what I begged for a job, but I hinted heavily. Of like, hey man, can you get me a sweet hookup job here? Because sure. that'd be awesome to like. I got hired at. A, I had so many jobs in L.A. that I never stuck with because it didn't make any fucking sense. Sure. Um, uh, but I never got a job at a Hard Rock Cafe. I got a job at a 
uh, a movie theater for like eight bucks an hour, uh, like like twenty hours a week, which I'm like, okay, cool. Okay. This uh, this makes no fucking sense to show up here and do anything like that. I got uh, hired at a video rental store for something like maybe ten bucks an hour again for twenty hours a week. Yeah. Like all of it when you like uh I so I got another job as a courier. Um Oh man. I got I I probably I was out there for seven months and I probably got fifteen jobs total and none of them were like, Yeah, this doesn't this makes no sense. Like, you know, where you just show up for a day and be like, I made two hundred dollars today. Yeah, awesome. Right. That that's a good chunk towards buying food and rent. Sure. And every every job, the the courier job was the closest I got to like, oh, you can make like you know hundred hundreds of dollars a day. But then you had to drive around with the guy uh, with a guy to like kind of show you how to do the job. Oh, yeah. so this is a courier system where you're you're using your own car, okay, driving the L.A. metropolis area all area. the way to San Diego. By the way, all the, and you're just running Oof. random packages, Oof. to and fro. Whenever, and so you get like this old school, like not even like maybe a pager kind of thing. I remember yeah. it was like kind of like what like the UPS guys or the FedEx guys have, like when they drop things oh, yeah. off, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, that kind of system. Yeah. So you'd get one of those, and then it'd just be like, go to downtown LA, go to Santa Monica, go to San Diego, and yeah. go. And I remember all the way to San Diego. Yeah, all the way to San Diego. That's fucking nuts. Because the guy that was taking me, me and this other kid around um, the first day, we were, because he got like a training day to see if you could, there was a lot of jobs, I've never had them ever since, but a lot of jobs were like, let's see if he can handle it the first day. And if he can't, then, uh, yeah. you know, we'll weed you out. Yeah. And the one kid that I was I've with. I've never had one of those, by the way. <laughs> right. Like, I had never, <laughs> never had him. Never. never had him before, never had him since. Never. You know? Right. So uh, the kid I was with was like. I know how to ride. I've done this before. I have a motorcycle. Like I can, I know sure. how to do this. Can I like quit like halfway through like the day and like, and I can just go off and start doing the job. Yeah. And I was like, well, I don't have a motorcycle and fuck, <laughs> what am I getting? What is going <laughs> this on? What is happening? What is going on? So what are this, you driving by the way? I'm so just... I had a Toyota, Toyota Matrix, you know, fuel, like, oh. fuel efficient, not the same, not matrix. The same I, matrix. I'm a Toyota man what through is, and through. What is Matrix. Oh, okay, go on. I've had multiple matrices. Matrices. Mm, matrices. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> but uh, so this guy's taking me through, and again, this so the kid leaves. Like, I'm like yeah. Well, he's got a motorcycle. I'm like, oh, is that? Do I need a motorcycle? Is that what's going on? Is that what it is? Because you can go through more. It's everything was based on the amount of runs you could do in a day. Right. So if you had a motorcycle, you weave in out of traffic. Sure. You can do all that Put stuff. Put your life at risk. Put your life at risk. Die. No one cares because you're you know yeah. courier in L.A. Who sure. fucking cares? And uh. So I remember we just made a bunch of runs, and at some point in time, the, at some point during the day, the guy's like, "Yeah, what kind of car are you driving?" And I'm like, "Well, I got a Toyota Matrix," and uh, and I remember I had it was probably like two years old at this time. Yeah. And he's like, "How many miles you got on it?" And I like whatever it had, I said, "He's like, you can kiss that thing goodbye within the year." And I'm like, "Oh, oh really? That's that's oh wait." Good. And so I I like had a moment after the first day. I was like, "Wait a second. So can I afford a car?" Like, can I afford to buy, like, yeah. the amount of money that I can make right. on the courier service, can I afford to run my car, my my most valuable Relatively. asset, yeah. like, that I have right now? Yeah. Can I afford to run that into the ground? And uh, I was like, no, I don't think no. I can do this. So. No, I've never had a job where. Like, see if you can handle it the first day. See if day. you can handle it the first day. Nope. No. I, the, probably the worst was, like, my first day at, uh, 
at uh, the pizza place in Bricktown. Mm-hmm. And like first day show up. Local pizza place, by the way. Not anymore. <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> I'd, ne- I'd never worked in the food in- industry before. Mm-hmm. Uh, just show up. My, it was my, my now brother-in-law. Uh, was working there mm-hmm. and he's like yeah it's, it's fine it's you know go deliver pizzas i'm like all right sure whatever mm-hmm. and so i show up and like okay go deliver pizza okay cool all right that's easy enough and <laughs> the guy is like the other guy i was working with is like you mind if you just close out i i got somewhere to be it was just me and him uh-huh <laughs> he's like this is your first day <laughs> by the way fucking first day Never okay, worked yeah. in the food. Can you just uh, those are fun jobs? Can you just close out? Um, you know me being a nice guy. And I'm just yeah. Um, sure, sure. I I guess. And he's like yeah. You just got you know turn that oven off and and put <laughs> put this away. Put that away. And that's that's it. Like you know put all bada the bing, bada boom, bada put bing. all the food away and kind of wipe everything down. And that's about it. I'm like mm-hmm. okay. Show up like the next day. Like. Uh, who the fuck closed? Like <laughs> the cheese didn't get like this cheese didn't get put away. Not, like right. you didn't clean out this. I'm like well, Brad oh, didn't tell me to do any of that I shit. So. I just showed up. I just got hired to deliver pizzas and that closed down the closed fucking down the kitchen. Restaurant. That's a that's a real rags to riches story there. <laughs> so I'm I mean, like, well, what? I have what no idea. Fu- what am I doing? I don't know what I'm doing. Sure, I guess. I don't. I mean, <laughs> I had one job that I had in L.A. when I was there. It was uh, I. It was a telemarketing job, Ugh. and again, this is this is like the height of Craigslist. So this is like, I want a job. I'm going onto Craigslist. I'm gonna like search and then like send emails and all that shit. Like that's my day. Like I'm oh, gonna do that because wow. there's all the like. Who are you living with, by the way? I'm living with my uncle who had a studio apartment in West Hollywood uh, <laughs> at the time, and super supportive. Like he like he understood why I was out there. I was out there to be a musician. I was like yeah. again, going back to like reading Motley Cruz the Dirt and like, this is how you do it. You move out to LA. This is it. You find people. Sure. And I found people. I found musicians to play with and stuff. But uh it's uh the cost of living get this, the cost of living with Motley <laughs> Crew was starting a in, little bit different in than it was in you know, uh, 2005, 2004, yeah, or whatever. 2000, yeah, 2005, 2006. Uh yeah, a little different. So when we so I found a telemarketing job and again another one of those like can you can you handle it kind of jobs. Sure. And it was it was a classic telemarketing job where you're just trying to get people on the hook. On the line. You're trying to get they were selling fax machines if I remember correctly. Copiers or fax oh. machines or maybe a combo of both. But you just we are frontline infantry basically. So we were trying to um Get in touch with the person at the hospital that <laughs> could make that decision. <laughs> so your job was to Try like to navigate the hammer the bullshit to find your way into the yeah do person what, with actual power exactly do whatever you can to navigate your way to yeah. the person that could actually maybe give you a call back and then another person would take it over and then if you got a sale off that call you could get a commission from that okay and. The guy was like, yeah, you can feel free to use voices, feel free to like make up names and everything like that, feel free to do whatever you want, no you know, it's cares. like, yeah, no one cares, and I was like, oh, that sounds weird, okay, but, all right, you know, I'll give it a shot, you know, and we started at like eight in the morning, I made it till noon, and I was like, dude, I I just, I remember I got caught once, like, in, in the phone call, like, where I was on, I was I, I made up a name, and oh. I was like, you know, I'm like, you know, uh, is there someone I could talk to about yada yada yada? And yeah. they're trying to get through, and all of a sudden they got they they like called me on my bullshit, and I was like, oh, um, mm, uh, crap, <laughs> um, uh, click, 
<laughs> I was like, yeah, I don't think I can. I don't think I can do this, man. Like, you, you can't hang in. No. Yeah. Got hired at like a Froyo yogurt place. Jeez. Again, number a number of jobs that they'd hire you, but it'd be like when you're like, well, do uh, do I need seven jobs that I work twenty hours a week right. at right. to pay for the studio apartment with a roommate, by the way, and then have zero time to play music and do anything <laughs> I was here for? Because uh, that's the math I'm adding up and I'm figuring right, it out. You know, and right. that's exactly what it was. And then it became like, yes, do I waste savings? Because I spent like, when I when I dropped out of school the first time, I, <laughs> I, I un, <laughs> unlike the uh, conventional, you know, story, I, yeah. I moved back and I, I got three jobs and I worked just a ton. I worked sure. a ton of hours every, yeah. fuck, I didn't do anything else but just work. Work. I'd go from one job to another job to another job for like probably four months and saved up 10 grand yeah. that time. And then I was like, I got to, I got to move out there. I got to try it and see what it's like. Yeah. Throw it out there. Yeah. And then I was like, well, I worked for four months and three jobs and never had a life and like risk a lot. And like, do I want to really like right. sacrifice that all just to have like a shitty apartment with bars on the window and yeah. have a roommate that, wants to do nothing but do drugs and like it was a weird time so i was like you know what maybe the dirt wasn't right the entire time <laughs> <laughs> maybe yeah. times have changed so like the first day at the job mm-hmm. that, uh so like my first real job i worked a real job what's a in, real job i mean i mean nine to five nine to salary? five salary salaried how many salary jobs have you had in your life two gotcha I've had zero salary jobs. <laughs> You've never, never had I've, a never had a, I've never had a job where they're like, "This is what you make this year." Like, oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Anyway, go so, on. So yeah, th- I mean, so it's pretty much right af- out of college, and mm-hmm. uh, I, uh, so it was uh, putting together. Uh, I edited hunting outdoor television programming. Uh huh. That was my first job. Uh, great guys, small, small, small company. I worked at like for the first year while they're working on their office building. I was working out of their houses. Okay. I mean, that's just that's just what. Anyway, so mm-hmm. first day, show up. We take care of some paperwork down at the accountant's office, and uh, then go out to uh, his house to to start working. Mm-hmm. He's like, okay, you know, this is a, you know, here's a hunt, a deer hunt, white-tailed deer hunt. I'm going to start working on this, and I'm sitting there and I'm working, and he's like, oh, I forgot, I got some coke. Uh, for us to have out, in the, it's out in the not Coca Cola, out in the garage. I'm I'm gonna go bring it in. So wait, some cocaine? No, Coca Cola. Oh, Coca Cola. No. Wow, that's no. two different no. jobs there. Yeah, so it reminds me of another job I got in LA. But the entire time, but up till he said this, my stomach started to feel real bad. Uh huh. Like something wasn't setting right. Some bad Chinese food. I, I guess I don't know. I don't remember what. I was so I was like, and he went out like out to the garage to go. Uh, grab this 12-pack of Coca-Cola, mm-hmm. and I'm like, well, I'm going to go into the bathroom and throw up. <laughs> <laughs> and I did. <laughs> I just yacked. What, did you eat the night before? I don't remember. I don't, you I, don't remember I don't, what you No, I, I absolutely do not remember. Okay. All right. And well. so I threw up. You know, it wasn't like I was out drinking or anything. No. Yeah. No, so, before uh, your yeah. first salary job. <laughs> right. So I throw up, and, you know, okay, all right, it's fine. Do you have Come any on. gum? I'm okay. Uh, I don't remember what I did. Maybe I'll probably just rinse my mouth with water. Yeah. Gargle. Yeah, gargle. A little bit. Anyway, so I'm sitting there, and and then noon comes around, and it's been like an hour, mm-hmm. and my stomach's empty. 
Yeah. So I'm like, well, <clears throat> I might as well eat. <laughs> Did you have an appetite or was it like, I mean. Uh, yeah, I was like, I'm hungry. I'm hungry. Okay. It's noon. Um, that's a that's a standard like food poisoning kind of thing. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Maybe a, maybe a. I don't know. A, I, th- I think it was a slight things. hangover would not no, it was, do that yeah. fast of a recovery. Um, yeah. Anyhow. Anyway. So I what? ate lunch. Uh-huh. And I think it was like fried chicken. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> don't eat fried chicken on a bad stomach, man. <laughs> so I'm sitting there. Learn that. And I eat chicken. And I go back to work. And, and it's like an half an hour in. Mm-hmm. And I just push myself back from the desk. And I'm like, well. I can't do this. And that's what I said. <laughs> and he just turned around. He's like, <gasps> like, he's, he thought like I couldn't handle the monotony of, <laughs> or, or like, or, or the, I mean, it was deer, I mean, it was deer hunting, you know, right. maybe, uh, maybe you know, like graphic. I, yeah. Like, I'm like, um, listen, when you went and got the Coca-Cola, Coca-Cola, I, I'm like, uh, I, I threw up. I, I'm not feeling well. At all. He's like, Oh, thank God. Oh my God. Well, you understand <laughs> why that sentence would be different. If you <laughs> right, said, right. when you went out and got the Coke, I had to throw yeah. up. Like, right. That makes him seem like a really bad guy or like, you know, a guy that has questionable yeah. character. <laughs> He's like, oh, I thought you just didn't like. I'm like, no, this is fine. I can do this completely. <laughs> uh, I just, I am, I am. Dog day I afternoon, am, the situation. I here. am ill. <laughs> I am not. He's like, yeah, get the hell out of here. It's fine. Yeah. Take the rest of the afternoon off. COVID's not going to happen for another like 20 years. <laughs> right. So like, and then I'm just like, all right. And then uh, threw up on the side of the road all the way home. It was great. So you had a bug. You had a, I like had a parasite. Some, um, yeah, yeah, and I was back the next day. Yeah. It was great. It was fine. Isn't that weird, though? Like yeah. when, Because I remember we were uh, with the band I played with. We we came back. Which uh, one? Uh, Black Bloom. You may remember them from uh, never seeing them ever. Uh, I saw them once. Um, but we, we were coming back from Chicago. 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 Um, we Like our, our lead singer had this... A f- like affliction for staying over at any place, which made it incredibly hard to tour or do anything. That's crazy talk. Man. It is crazy talk. <clears throat> which, when you're in the middle of it, you're like, "This is crazy, right? Am I the only like we?" No one told him it's crazy, though. I mean, we had little band meetings and stuff like that, but with or without him, with him, yeah. Okay. We're like, we need. To- Here's the thing about touring: uh, we cannot come home every night, every time <laughs> we play. That's kind of the whole thing about that's, touring. That's the stuff. weird thing about like touring. when you leave, you got to like stay out until right. you come back, and then right. when you come back, you know, you come back. So. Um, so he had this weird thing about it. So we played the show in Chicago and Chicago, sorry, Chicago. And, uh, there was a snowstorm that like was going on the entire time we were playing. And I'm like, we you know we had a friend in Chicago that we could stay with and everything. I'm like, why, why are we, what are no, we doing? No, no. <clears throat> and so we had a, we had like an SUV ish type of vehicle and then a trailer. A RAV4. Might've been a RAV4. I don't know. Not a car guy. This guy over here. <laughs> um, but, uh. So we, uh, so we were driving back. The three-hour drive from Chicago to Dubuque took us seven Chicago. hours. Oh, geez. and because the roads were just horrible, like right. you know, two lanes of just tires. And basically. there's a, yeah, right. And and I'm I'm in the front seat. I'm just like white knuckled. I'm not driving, but I'm like, so, uh, this is not safe at all, at all. Right. Like this might you know. Can just... we just stop in Freeport? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Can we stop anywhere? Can we just pull over inside? So I mean, we might have stopped at Freeport or Rockford on the way, and uh, I ate a hot dog. <laughs> and yeah. So this was this was during the H1N1 swine flu <laughs> thing yeah. going on. Yeah. And uh, so well, I ate this hot dog, and when I got back, I was so like. Your your similar situation It's just like Oh Uh, my god Something's not right You know And just puke my guts out And then 
you know, I'm just lying in bed. I'm a musician. I have no health insurance. And then yeah. I'm like no money and everything like that. Thanks, so I'm not Obama. Gonna, yeah, exactly. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> it's before Obama. <laughs> and then we uh, had uh, so no, like no recourse to do anything. I was like, you just sit here and just be sick. Sure. And at one point, like chicken noodle soup sounded good. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to eat some chicken noodle soup. For the soul. <laughs> exactly. And I was like. It's, it was so comical because it's like the first bite of chicken noodle soup was like, just, everything came out. It was like the broth didn't even get a chance to go down a little bit. Oh, geez. And it's just like, oh, my God, I guess I'll just die. I guess I'll just die. I guess that's what I have. You know? No one told you about Gatorade. No, no, I didn't. I, maybe I had some Gatorade later on. Anything. Nothing sounded good. It's like one of those things where like nothing sounds good. Right. Even the Gatorade when you have the flu, you're like, I can power it down. It's fine. Sure. But. The thing that sounds good, the first thing that sounds good. I remember like we you and I we, you and I both had shingles. But yeah. yeah. The the first thing that sounded good to me well, was that shingles? No, that might have been I'm know. sorry, actually. That might have been the that might have been the same H one. I don't remember I having a loss of appetite with shingles, with, but with uh uh the with whatever the fuck I had. With yeah. whatever the food poison so, I had. Stomach bug. With stomach bug. I remember a turkey sandwich was the first thing that sounded like amazing. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I'm gonna get I go get totally myself do that. a turkey sandwich. And man, the thing was great. I hadn't eaten in like three days. It was fucking Oh man. It was bad. That's like I remember freshman year. Freshman year there was a bad Rush. norovirus probably that like oh, ran did through. you have norovirus too? i, I want to say i'm guessing that's what it was because i've clinically had norovirus as I, well I don't, I don't think it was like defined as such but the entire dorm floor yeah it was just like mm-hmm. one after another everybody just took did turns. you get it oh yeah like it was like oh that, um that's I probably the I'm, worst sick i've ever been i guess i'm just gonna i like out of like after two days like i had a bottle of, like for two days, all I had in my body was like a bottle of Sprite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like that was it. Like yeah. I had a bottle of Sprite and I like Cruise shit it. Disease. I shit it out like <laughs> an hour later. It's just like, well, that's that was my bottle of Sprite. There's the bottle of Sprite. <laughs> and you need something like... to go through you. Norovirus, <laughs> if you've never had it, like it just fucking kills you. Like, I mean, because it, it it just elim- anything that sounds good immediately flushes out, and yeah, it's just, it's just there's gone. nothing stays in. Nothing. I was like, because oh. I remember I had the, I had that in college, and I was living by myself. It wasn't even like a dorm room situation. Yeah. Like I remember I like I had to go to the doctor because I was still under my parents' health insurance at that point. So I went and like you got the norovirus and like the cruise ship disease. And I'm like, yeah. the fuck? I'm have it's not been yeah. on a what yeah, what close quarters? Ship? Yeah, but I'm not been in close quarters. I'm living by myself above a Japanese restaurant. Yeah, no, it was super weird. Like, I mean, it was, like, it was like literally the entire floor. It was just like, just, it was the- And that shit can kill you, actually. It was just, I mean. well, yeah, I mean, like, literally, like I said, the only thing I had for like two days yeah. was a bottle of Sprite. Like, like a 20 ounces of Sprite. Yeah. That's like the caloric intake I had. And this is pre-Netflix, <laughs> everybody, too. So, like, you're just sitting, you're watching yeah. DVDs you I'm have. just like, uh, whatever- You don't even have. Uh, Jude had a, uh, he had- Bigger and Blacker, the Chris Rock comedy okay. special, and Tin Cup. Like, okay. that's what he had on DVD. <laughs> Those <are the> two? <laughs> like, so that's is that what you watched? Uh, no, I remember also, somebody had uh, a mall, maybe, and also maybe mall rats. Mall rats. Or, well, maybe, or maybe that was- We the, were in college. There was so. a guy, there, like, there was one guy, like, who lived a couple of doors down, and he would just constantly watch mall rats in my dorm. <laughs> 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 I, I was like, well, he's like, hey, let's just put in mall rats. I'm like- 
it's not like great. The, the like, shittiest Kramer ever. <laughs> <laughs> that motherfucker, he drank all my pop. <laughs> well, like, you let him watch Mallrats, so. He would just, I, like, I'd, I remember I bought, like, a 24-pack of Mountain Dew, mm-hmm. and it was just, like, gone in, like, a day and a half. I'm like, and I'm like, wait, the, wait, wait. Did you say 34-pack? I said 24. I said 30-pack, oh, but okay. they don't sell 34. I, I they don't sell. The egregious thing was thirty four pack. I was like, Man, I don't they don't sell. That. They don't sell soda pops in uh, thirty four in thirty packs. They sell them in twenty four packs. And on this podcast, we call it soda pop. Anyway, anyhow, uh, and then like <clears throat> I just turned around it, and here he comes. He just walks right in, goes into my fridge, cracks open a Mountain Dew. I'm like, <laughs> what? like what the fuck? What are you doing? <laughs> no. This, uh, Is there room for a dorm just, room version of Seinfeld? Um, like maybe is that the the Ugh. shitty reboot that Ugh. would probably sell a lot? That's so bad. The That's show so about bad. nothing, but because they all all they have to do is go to class. You never have to see them go to class, right? We don't care about that. No, it, it, see, four, we'll watch them cram. Four season run, and if we have ch- if we have a chance, grad school. But that's about oh, it. Oh, that's bad. Yeah, that's a shitty trademark. This could be a podcast well, there and their shitty was, Seinfeld college reboot. I mean, there was uh, the college years for Saved by the Bell. Don't I love that? Don't yeah, you, know, you do like that, don't you? I'm a big fan. I didn't. I never like. I, I actually felt, appreciated the college years of Saved by the Bell probably more. So I than felt I did. betrayed. Did you? Why? Yeah. Well, because Ken Golick? No, because AC Slater was going to go wrestle for Iowa. He was going to go wrestle for, <laughs> and Iowa. I was like, awesome. No, then he said, and then UC Berkeley, and then it's like. Or no, you see, what, I, don't, I don't know what school it was. I, mean, I want to say it was fictional, but um, I, I mean, maybe Santa Cruz or something. I don't know, but just so. I dumb. remember Gallic was in there. Uh, let's see this Gallic. Gallic, because he was a football player. Is that the? Uh, was that his RA? Cal U. Cal U, which yeah. isn't a thing. <laughs> which is not a thing. But it had Tiffany Amethyst in it. Good like, guy. the idea of, like, his... Uh, Bob Golick. There it is. Who was he? He was, a, he was like, the... Uh, I know he's, like, an RA. Yeah, he was, like, was the he, RA. Was he, like, a real person? Yeah, he was, like, a football player. Oh, okay. And that's why I wanted to say yeah, he's still alive. That's great. That's that's good to know. Good. Um, who did yeah. he play for? Who did, he, who did Bob Golick play for? This is why you guys tune in for this podcast here. Um, I just... He played football at the Notre University Dame. of Notre Dame, Notre Dame. If you're a Catholic, yeah, he was a CBS football announcer. 1999. He's just uncle like for... of Mike Golick Jr., so he's the brother of Mike Golick, who Mike Golick is a. Uh, is that a oh? Person? He played as a defensive tackle for the New England Patriots from 1979 to 1981, and the Cleveland Browns from 1982 to 1988, and the Los Angeles Raiders from 1989 three years. to 1992. Two seasons, probably. That's a nice uh, little career there. He was a second round draft pick in the 1979. He was the 52nd overall selection. And That's pretty good. You're welcome, and have good, a good day. Good day. <laughs> and at the end of the day. <laughs> no, 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 no. We can't Can you imagine having a stop. middle name be Perry? Well, it's better. What was what was Biden's middle name? Uh, is, Robinette. Is? What is. Robinette. 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 <laughs> anyway. uh, uh, he's been married twice. He's been married twice. Yeah. Note to self. He got married. He got he got divorced uh, after the uh, <laughs> Say by the Bell college years. It was like he's getting that college puss. 
Do you think that's what it is? Do you think that's what broke well, down the marriage? 1994 is when the college years ended. So got, that's when the gravy divorced. train start, stopped. Well, also, like, it's tough. 96 is when he got married again. He got divorced in 94. I mean, it's like, it. listen. That thing ran to 94. She ran to 94. She's like, that's it. I can't take it anymore. No, it's tough. It's, I mean, listen. Jacqueline uh, Benline? 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 Benline. 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 Jacqueline Benline was like, I can't take it anymore. It's it's tough. I've been a football wife for this long. Now you're on this crazy second See, it, effort it, it, of Saved by the Bell. It's tough. I can't take it anymore. When you're working on a TV show, it's long hours. It's, I'm not I mean, faulting her. I'm just saying. <clears throat> I'm just letting you know. Well, that's I, that's the straw that broke the camel's back. You and I both work on TV shows. I understand how many hours it takes. Right. And I don't know. How, how many episodes did? Oh, two seasons in a movie. 19 episodes. 19 great <laughs> episodes and a movie. Uh, Zach and Kelly get married. That was its own stand. I don't think it's a movie. Did. It's a movie, but not. See, th- this thumbnail shows it all, I think. It, and if you guys are watching at home. So it's it's AC Slater. He's on top. He's just poking through because he's having fun. Dustin Diamond, I'm pretty sure he's groping somebody. Uh, Mark Paul Gosler, he's above Kelly, which Tiffany Amber Thiessen, there's that. Yeah. And then Bob Golick, he's just standing there with his arms crossed in his Can best you believe Canadian t- uh, tuxedo. And he's just going, can you believe he's this? He's got that mullet. So go he's on. got two shades of denim on right now. I think I'm going to, eventually I'm going to cut my hair into a mullet, by the way. I think. Yeah. Yep. I think. I, Could, can you go for this upcoming Halloween? Can you go as Bob Golick from Saved by the Bell of College Years? I'm Bob Golick. Do you get it? Remember? Remember he was uh, Martin then, Johnson or whatever it was? Can you get six people to come around and be like the characters to save the Bell, and then you just go like, these kids. These kids. No. no. All the time. That's not going to happen. <laughs> That's not going to happen at all. So go to this could be a podcast at <laughs> gmail.com, and then let's petition Nathan. Uh, yeah. No. That ain't no? happening. Saved by the Bell, there Las was Vegas a, Wedding. There was, a, uh, there was a quirky girl on this show. Um, right. And I believe it was Alex Tabor was her name. Yes, this oh. Kirsten Werner. No, oh, she was in Bicentennial Man starring Robin Williams. She was also an Independence Day. She was a stripper, I believe, in Independence oh, Day. Oh, right. Uh, she was like the one that got... Uh, she in, was happy that the aliens She were was happy the aliens were coming and like was on top of whatever the building is in L.A. Why is it no one... I don't know the name of that building in L.A. The building in L.A. that... Uh, like the big tall building in L.A. That's, it wasn't Capitol Records. And I, I lived there for seven months. I so. have no idea what the name of that building is, but she's at the top of it when the aliens blast coming down isn't that weird she had a sign <clears throat> yeah yeah et welcome or whatever uh yeah isn't that weird like i i, I know the chrysler building mm-hmm. i know the empire state building i know the flat iron building i know the willis tower i know the sears tower i know the you know um other tall buildings <laughs> but <laughs> you know but la they're not known for their famous buildings outside no, of Capitol. Uh, there's Rangers. i mean there's the giant there's the one giant tall building. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, looking up the most iconic buildings. It's in right there. It's that one. <laughs> I don't know what it is though. That's not it. That's that's something else. No, well, uh, oh, was, is that, oh, is that one? It was destroyed in the movie. So I mean, it's oh, right. To... Oh, is that it? See, this oh, you're is, just gonna give me fucking that. bullshit, fucking addresses <laughs> with no pictures. So if Thanks I a lot, if I spent time as a 
It's a courier. I could tell you. <laughs> you could tell me exactly, exactly where that was. Oh, 5,900 Wilshire. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's the one. Remember, that was destroyed uh, in Volcano, by the way. <laughs> 54 floors, man. It was, it was a bitch. I did have oh, to run yeah. up like a, um, a skyscraper quite a bit in one of them. It was, oh. Because it, it was like you just, here's a package. Go to the go to this floor. It was the weirdest fucking job. I mean, oh, it might I might have been a drug courier in my life. I don't know. You don't know. I don't understand that. Okay, I mean, Griffith Observatory. A, this is I a little that. more helpful. Griffith Observatory, by the way, featured heavily in the Rock Tour. <laughs> Sorry, friend of the show. Okay. Um, hey, let's give a shout out to Curb.com. This episode is brought to you by Curb.com. Um, they're giving us a great episode or a great website to look at. Uh, Actually. It's got a map. It's got a map, and it actually shows us a picture. So thank uh, you, Curb.com. Uh, <laughs> the Chateau Marmont, which uh, I believe uh, is yeah, a- Yeah, that was heavily featured uh, in uh, Dirt or whatever it was. Hmm? I don't know. The Dirt? Yeah, or what's the what's the Motley Crue movie? I, a book? Yeah, uh, The Dirt is the book. Yeah, the Chateau Marmont is the- That's pretty well like known. Like the party the, In the Hollywood Hills. Yeah. 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 People also mistake it as a, a wine as well. Oh, Okay. I th- I think that's a bit in, a, uh, in Eastern Columbia. That's oh, we're getting a Instagram no no yeah, logo that's, here. Yeah. That's not good. The Walt Disney Concert Hall. I no the Getty. LAX Hollywood Bowl classic. I don't know why the fuck you don't have a picture of the Hollywood Bowl. The Stall House. Yeah, that's a good one. As far as uh, Capital, Capital Records. Records, Dodger Stadium. None of these mm. buildings are featured. Prominently in Independence Day. And that's really what I know you guys are looking for. The Bradbury Building, that thing was used in a gazillion movies. It's uh, from everything from. Uh, well, it's famous for its movie roles. Yeah, Blade Runner. Uh, what was the other one? And countless others. Oh, yeah. Let's <sighs> guess. Let's see if you can guess. I I know because I watch. So the AV Club. Put your eyes away. So I the AV Club mm-hmm. back in the day. They had a series of videos that was, they would go to, um, what's it called? Uh, like movie locations. Okay. Where and can they find AV Club? Club at? AVclub.com. Okay. Kind of the show. Thank you guys. And Check yeah, out AV I mean, Club. They were Chicago based. Okay. Um, they, uh, yeah. So, and they went, they went to the Bradbury building. It was, I mean, so, and just went to a couple of filming locations. It was interesting. Yeah, that was a really good, that was a really good, uh, video series they, they don't do it anymore because they since they got bought out by whoever uh i don't remember what which is our goal so if anyone wants to buy out uh this could be a podcast just uh send us an email at this could be a podcast at gmail.com but no i mean going and seeing a place because uh you know one of my favorite shows is it's always sunny in philadelphia and most of it's shot in, in california <laughs> right in los angeles and uh, so one of the things on the It's Always Sunny subreddit is when people go to the the location right. where they shoot the exterior shot of the, the Patty's Pub. If it's for that. And I don't, I honestly, I don't even know if it's, Where's that at? Is it... if it's in L.A. or if the exterior shot is in in L.A. I would imagine it has it would have to be. But I don't know. It might actually be in Philadelphia. Where is the exterior of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Fi- hold on. Finish this Bradbury. But OK. Yes. Yes. 500 Days of Summer, the artist, and most famously Blade Runner. That's the three that they're giving us. Yeah. Which is the shittiest list of movies. Uh, It's an odd grouping a, of movies. Because it says it's immortalized in countless movies, including. Well, no, 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 no. Let's just read this sentence, okay? Yeah. It's golden, light-filled courtyard has been immortalized 
immortalized mm-hmm. yeah. in countless movies, including, and tell me how many of these you've seen, 500 Days of Summer. Didn't watch it. The Artist. I don't even know what that is. And most famously, Blade Runner. I watched that. Okay. So what, you and I combined. What's the immortalized in countless movies? That we're going to get to that, but. I want to know. This is not a. I just want a list. I'm just saying. 99% invisible on the location. Um. China. Uh, China, yeah, China girl? girl okay white uh, cliffs of dover it wasn't immortalized though uh i think kind of was i don't remember the artist but they didn't include that though I d- what's the, artist? the artist has uh brian cranston in it i believe really oh, oh that, no the no, si- no that's, that's the silent just, oh yeah, that's okay. right it's the silent movie that won Never mind. best picture that had no business winning best picture well that's before they realized they were racist so well what is it Okay. Hollywood. Hollywood. Then, by the way, I don't choose who wins Academy Awards. Oh, clearly. Really? Uh, no. Remember that from Blade Runner? No, I don't think this is immortalized. I really don't. I, I do. I've seen this. Because it's been in a couple other movies. It might have been. I, outside <sighs> of Blade Runner, I don't know. No. I feel like. I'm going to say no. Mm, hold on. Well, hold on. What was it about zombies? This uh, uh these okay. days can't wait. Uh, okay, whatever. No, I know it's been in more movies because I've seen it in other movies. I'm uh, to clearly, it has. But apparently, the Slate dot article did not do it. Um, hey, just just look it up the Wikipedia. I'm sure it's got its own Wikipedia. Everything's got its own Wikipedia page. Okay, you want okay. me? To, okay, the Bradbury Building. The Bradbury Building. Okay. Yeah, hold on one second. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. Okay. Uh, and oh, there it is. Uh, in popular culture, so okay, yeah, all right. Let's see what's there. All right. Okay, uh, movie from the nineteen forties. You never listened to or watched. Uh, it was on an episode of Oh Lethal Weapon Four. <laughs> it was in Lethal Weapon. That's probably cool. that's never. probably what I'm thinking of. Pay it forward. Another is that the Billy Bob Thornton movie? Uh, oh no, that's the uh, uh, yeah. Uh, Fuck. It was in Wolf. Starring uh Jack Nicholas. Okay. Yeah. Kevin Spacey. And Kevin Haley Sp- Joe Osmond is yeah. who I think I and uh what's her face? Helen Hunt. Helen Hunt, is that Pay It Forward. That was a movie we had to watch at school. That's weird. Just to instill like good values that's in, weird into people. Uh, what was, what was your, your favorite movie that you watched when you were in school? Probably mm-hmm. Last of Mohegans. You all watch Last of the Mohicans? <laughs> yeah, we watched it. That's a, that's a good, like, innings eater and <laughs> a, a pretty good movie. I mean, I mean like, it's a good it's a good movie. Uh, I haven't watched it in a long time. I remember, time. like, I remember we were driving through Creston. That was the town that had the movie theater. Uh-huh. Last of the Mohicans, I want to say, came out in 1990. Mm-hmm. And, uh, 92. You were way off. <laughs> way off. And my mother was like, I want to watch this movie. Mm-hmm. And they're like, my dad's like, it is rated R. We've got these three younger kids. So I would have been nine. Mm-hmm. Got kids age nine, <laughs> nine, <laughs> 11, and 13 in the car. Uh-huh. You want to go watch Last of the Yep. <laughs> Was this an argument? Or yeah, the, I mean, it was, it was, it was it like was, a back and forth? It was a little bit of a back and forth, and I'm like, mm-hmm. and she's, he's like, we don't even know. 
Mm-hmm. She's like, she's like, I read the book. I like the book. I want to watch this movie. And well, she read the book though. She, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's okay. That's a feather in her cap. So she turned. So we no turned, pun intended. So we turned the cat car around. And <laughs> oh, he turned a car yeah, around. Went, yeah, went and watched uh, Last of the Mohicans. That's in the a theater. feather in your dad's cap, by the yeah. way. He's like, yeah, it's fine. I mean, listen. Did he do like an aggressive U-turn? I don't know about that. I do. I how, remember, mu- how much did the tires screech? Uh, I don't know that. I remember just. I just remember being like uh, pulled off to the side mm-hmm. of the road. Like <laughs> and you know, had this you, know pa- you know, passed the movie theater <laughs> and driving past, and I think I, w- I want to watch that. I want to watch that, and just pulled off. <laughs> Pulled up, pulled over. <laughs> what are we doing? Okay, we're doing this. Okay, like just kind of, just give me an uh, an example of the shrug your dad had. I don't I don't remember it. Oh, like, I, a, like <sighs> okay, really, we don't know we don't know what's in this movie. Right, we haven't seen. We don't have we have no. Do clue. I have to hear about this later? Yeah, he's like, we haven't watched this movie. It's rated R. Mm-hmm. We're gonna go. You want to go watch this movie because we don't know why it's rated R mm-hmm. and. Could be, you know, because of sex, could be violence, could be drugs, could be anything. Anything. Did you guys enjoy it? Yeah, I love the shit out of that movie. It was good. It's a long fucking movie, isn't it? Uh, no, it's like, it's under, it's 152. Oh, 152, okay. It's 152. So, my wife and I, last night, we, uh, we were gonna, we, we were just, we just gonna hang out and watch a movie, but, you know, like, putting on a movie that, like, you've seen a bunch of times or like you've seen before that you don't need to follow the plot. Sure. Sure. Is is nice when you want to talk about things or like you want to like figure out travel plans or yeah. really anything. Like anything. honestly. So we uh we decided we settled on Braveheart. No. And so we're like, you know what, like we got we're just put on Braveheart. Fuck it. You know, yeah. whatever. We've been on a little bit of a Mel Gibson kick ever since Fat Man, which we haven't watched yet. But yeah. Def- I'm sure it's fine. Time has passed, but it's fine. Yeah. Um but it, it it brought it 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 made me think that like is this a response to Robin Hood Prince of Thieves like it was it it's cinematically shot in a very similar way now the acting again, again is different but yeah this this brings up another a point of last the last of the Mohicans yeah I'm wondering if this thing was shelved because again going back I know you and I we did talk about this a little bit earlier okay but uh. The Undertaker was on Joe Rogan sure. recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I forget yeah. the Undertaker's real name. Real and name. That's actually Mike. That's, that's my bad because if I ever run into the Undertaker, I want to be like, excuse, excuse me, me, Mr. So and so. So I have to get that. I, that's me I have to work on. But uh, but that the, the character of the Undertaker was something that Vince McMahon had like. He's had in his hat. I mean, in his, in his back pocket, ready to. Which. Which is incredible. As you actually. should. Well, well you, you should, should have a, like a catalog of characters for sure. But yeah. then, like, and I, I don't know how much professional wrestling you watched growing not, up. I mean, not a lot. But like, The Undertaker yeah. is like he, the best character. I mean, he's huge. I mean, outside of like Sting, I mean, <clears throat> like the most ominous. Where in Sting is only good because of The Undertaker. I do remember, like, so in that Joe Rogan interview mm-hmm. where he talked about his public persona, mm-hmm. he did not he go out and do q and a's he didn't go out no. and do stuff live it like he lived it yeah um to the point where yeah he wanted people to say what the fuck's wrong with this guy he, he you know he knew that people wanted to think he was an actually some kind of weird undead yeah but <laughs> as close as you could get to that he got to he's it. like man there's just dude some, when the lights just would go wrong off with, there's something wrong with this guy right but when the lights would go off i mean it's a simple little trick that you can do in a, in a live yeah. you know setting even in a like a uh video production setting like where you're just like the lights go off and they kind of started to do it a little bit i forget the guy 
they started introducing another like crazy character in the WWE that kind of caught my caught my eye. Gold Dust. No, Gold Dust kind of was a similar as far as like when when the world changes around you. It's kind of like if you've ever done like uh, hallucinogens or anything like that. It's no. like at at some point in time the world just goes and it changes. Yeah, which is terrifying. But then you're then you're in it. So when like the Undertaker's playing, even if you know the Undertaker is like coming out, like as soon as the lights go down and the bells start chiming, like uh, uh, ringing, chiming, their, chiming, yeah. yeah, that's what I'm going for. It's still terrifying, and it sets it sets the mood for whatever right. is going right. on, even if you have to reveal and go back to reality. But um, I was, how are you tying this into the last Mohicans? I don't remember. So what I'm saying is, is I think like we've talked a lot about like movie movies, uh, movie uh, production companies. Like putting out movies at the same time, like throwing uh, yeah, yeah. similar movies. They're like, yeah, we're gonna just go ahead and throw two movies at the at the wall and see how it uh, you know, how it plays. Well, yeah. Which which one right. wins which basically? One? Yeah, right, right, right. But I also think like, well, then there would also have to be like a catalog of movies that they have like the scripts, they have these stories, they have these things ready to go. They're mm. just waiting yeah. for the right okay. time, right, right, right. So like when something like <clears throat> Last of the Mohicans comes out, like I think of as a kid, I think of Dance with Wolves, and I'm like, well, Kevin Costner fucking won a Academy Award for Dance with Wolves. <laughs> right. Maybe it's time to bust out the last little he can skit uh, script yeah. and see right. if we can I, make that work. I, and the same thing in the hold on, let me tie the bow yeah. on it here because because the same thing with like Braveheart to Robin and Prince of Thieves not necessarily the same. There was a bit of like uh, um, stealing from the rich, give to the poor kind sure. of me- uh, mentality. But like, did they have the William Wallace script or story ready to go? Like, yeah, ready to go. And they're like, yeah, we're just waiting for the right time and place when we can technologically make it work you know like cinema uh, like the cinematography in braveheart compared to uh robin and prince of thieves is pretty spot on i mean it's pretty dead yeah. even i yeah. mean th- you can you can great i mean it was great cinematography yeah i mean it looked really good it looked really good and so it's not that far off i mean as far as what you what you're you're challenging the establishment you have a bad guy and all sure. this stuff sure. like all those things are really similar so i'm i'm just all those things kind of like uh, aligned. I, I wonder, like, as far as like, because uh, what year did? So, Last Mohicans came out in '92. Mm-hmm. When did Dances with Wolves come out? This might that might be a little bit of uh, parallel thinking. So '92, so like, and then here we go. I want to say Dances with Wolves was '92, '90, 1990. Oh. So, I mean, listen, Costner wins the Oscar, and they're for like, this. let's let's piggyback on all this. A bloated, uh, and that's a three-hour, three-minute, one-minute movie about and a. Ba- I, I mean, I don't know if Dances with Wolves is based off of. I mean, but Last Mohicans was. I want to say there was more than one book of it, and also completely made up. Um, so there's a novel of Dances with Wolves. Okay. So, Michael Blake, and he also wrote the screenplay as well. Costner directed Interesting. it. We stopped when we were in um, South Dakota, I believe. We stopped the Dance with Wolves uh, movie set, and uh, yeah, to pay your, just to pay your respects. Pay your respects free, so I was fine with paying the respects. But <laughs> yeah, they had a nice cardboard cutout of <laughs> Kevin Costner. That's all I want. <laughs> That's all just I want. Cardboard cutout of Costner. It was like the uh, I think it was the li- I think it was the little like general store that he stopped at at the beginning of the movie, uh, and that okay. was the that was the stop. It's like that's not for me. I'm like this is. It was the equal amounts yeah. of not out of my way, but perfectly <laughs> worth. Right. Like if I didn't do it, I'd be I'd be sad. <laughs> but again, like going back to like the Hollywood production, sure. like company, like 
something like, well, they just had a huge hit with this. We have this script yeah. over here yeah. of this character. Yeah. And Can we capitalize on right. it? Right. I mean, honestly, I think Last Mohicans, because it was a fairly popular book, um, enough to where they made a whole, uh, they made a movie, they made a television show. At of a Last of the Mohicans? Yeah. Yeah, called Hawkeye. Okay. And it was it was a syndicated show. It was like and I remember it was about the same time as uh, uh what was the Lorenzo Lamas uh show that he was what is Outlaw? Okay, yeah, that's about right. <laughs> or so, yeah. I just I remember they they always played back to back on the weekend. <laughs> it was just <laughs> yeah. one of those yeah. like cops being followed by South Park. Yeah, on, uh, yeah, exactly. For some fucking reason. Ninety four to ninety five Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Okay. Yeah. Wow, it seems Hold like on. oh Kim Lamasters, not Kim Masters. Kim Masters is a woman who hosts uh, the business on KW uh, K KCW KCRW. Friend of the show, thank you guys. Yeah, All right. and uh, if you guys want to give a donation, you can go to <laughs> KCRW dot com probably. Okay. K- they're they're a, they're a public radio station out in LA. You want to shit on Saved by the Bell the college years for 18 episodes, but this thing had 22 no, episodes. No, I'm, no, I'm, Fuck you. As, co- as compared to I will whatever. Sight wrote. unseen, Saved by the Bell the college years is better than Hawkeye. As compared, I'm show. like, I'm, curi- I'm curious about like, what's the Lorenzo Lamas's outlaw? Yeah. Was it outlaw? I think it was. Uh, or some, I mean, I just remember he had a motorcycle and he looked he did. really And it was cool. a shotgun yeah. and it was a Terminator style. I would I would not search the outlaw. I would yeah. just search Lorenzo Lamas. Lorenzo, oh my God, how are we gonna spell this here? Lorenzo, Lorenzo Lamas. Lamas. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Exactly. Well, if any of you guys can spell Lorenzo <laughs> Lamas, please email us at <laughs> this could be a podcast at gmail dot com. Renegade, Ren- renegade. Knows renegade. That's the name of the show. Yeah, it was called Lamas. Renegade. You can stop yelling at your iPhone right now. <laughs> it's Renegade, you fox. <laughs> That's all I imagine. Renegade. But he did. He had the Terminator style. He had the Terminator yeah. style uh, shotgun, or at least, I mean, he was driving around. At least he had. Bags I don't on remember. The side. I just remember that he was like he was like on the run. Uh, Renegade. Yeah. So this wasn't. I mean, there's a bolo tie involved, so <laughs> we can tie it into Dance with Wolves if we want. But I just. I wonder if it's the same production company. That's what I like for what. Uh, for uh, for Hawkeye and Renegade, I swear they played back to back. But well, again, <sighs> oh my God, he's in an episode of Reno Nine One One. He's the new Garcia, <laughs> Lorenzo Lamas. In two thousand four, was in an episode of Reno Nine One One as new oh. Garcia. Who I love that show so much. <laughs> Reno Nine One One. It's I know it was in our first podcast we were talking about it, but I it's good. It's I good. just the rewatchability of that show right. is so good, they and just, I remember as a kid, it just it just washed over me. It just it was on, and it was like, all right, fine, it's on again, again. So kids, going back twenty years, twenty years, okay. So you didn't have the ability to just yeah. to put on whatever you, you wanted, want. yeah, right, at any point in time, <laughs> right, from anywhere. Like if you were in right. a car, you're like you're just in a car. That's right. You're just gonna have to deal with the people around you, yeah. um, unless you were lucky enough to have a Walkman, and then you could just listen to your, you know, albums that you like. So again, unless you were super stupid rich, then you could have a like a Game Boy or a like uh, I guess what was the other one? What's the what, Sega, Sega Game, Game Cam- Gear? Game Gear. Yeah. That's right. So Game Gear. So it's great. This little fucking pocket computer you have in your fucking <laughs> uh, pocket. Uh, fuck you. Fuck you. Okay. <laughs> 
So, I get that out of the way. <laughs> sorry. I do that. So when Reno 911 was on, maybe didn't have like appreciate the nuance of the, yeah. the humor. It was just like, it's on. It's on. It's and there. it's, you know, not daytime soap operas. So I guess we'll just watch this. Right. Maybe not pay attention to it. And that's on us. That's on us for not appreciating it. But yeah. I, my favorite thing is like the earlier episodes before like the, the vast, you know, cast of characters mm-hmm. that showed up, you know, between Zach Galifianakis and uh, Andy Patton not, Oswald. And Patton Oswald and, uh, who was uh, was Oscar who, Martinez was there? Uh, oh right, uh, who's the, who's the roller skating? Oh uh, uh, yeah, uh, he's a Vikings fan. I should fucking you should remember know. His name. Uh, Nick Schwartzman. Nick Schwartzman, you know all of those guys yeah. before that cast Terry. character. Uh, yeah, uh, you want to do who's a big one? Uh, fucking uh, Oscar award-winning Dean Pelton. Uh, Jim Rash. Jim Rash. <laughs> Jim Rash was on that Jim show. Jim Rash. Yeah. Jim Gaffigan was uh, Jim on that Gaffigan. show. Jim Gaffigan. Uh, also, uh, uh, Keegan Michael Key. Yep, Keegan Michael <laughs> Key. Yep. Yeah, just all. I mean, just uh, anyhow. Yeah. Before they like that first season. Yeah. They they played a lot of bit parts themselves. They did that throughout the show, but yeah, and just uh-huh. and just blurred the shit and out blurred of their the face. shit out of them. Yep. It's like, well, that clearly that's uh, whatever yeah. that guy. Dangle. That's clearly that's Dangle. Clearly that's, that's Garcia. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and they just blurred the, the shit blur out of their face. Yeah. I thought that was great. I love that though. That's that's using all the resources you have available. There's a good very mind. limited resources here. Yeah, because it. Um, I, for, I always forget. He's a three three named guy, and he's got Robert as his first name. I can't remember Robert Ben Garrett. Oh, the guy played Junior. Yeah, yeah Junior. Yeah, Trav, Travis Junior. He plays 112 episodes. He plays a he played a mime in an early episode, oh, yeah. and, and it was like <laughs> a kid. <laughs> a, a, like a like a like a Boy Scout was like fucking with him and uh, trying to sell. Bo- yeah, I think he called in the complaint as a mime. Yeah, and then the Boy Scout like uh, I don't know the Boy Scout was on his territory or something like that, and then let him beat the boy. The Boy Scout let. Oh my god! So they, they let, let the, him, boy the Boy Scout, Scout beat, beat the, the shit, mime. beat yeah, the shit okay. out of the mime, and it was just a funny bit. But it's like it's clearly that's <laughs> clearly junior. junior right there. <laughs> that's so funny. I mean, but this show always seemed like. It was. It always felt like it was striving or trying to survive, basically. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was all, right. Like that's the. They tried to make like a changes all the time to the ca- right. to the cast, or try to like. I, they, they, I always say they were ahead of their time. They were so ahead of their time they didn't know what to do. They were swimming in uncharted waters. And Thomas Lennon is great. And Thomas not... Lennon is a national treasure, and, and if we... he was on cameo, I would pay whatever the fuck dollar I'd, amount. You know, I'd to pay just him say a... hey. I'd have him pay on Cameo just to have him diagnose me as like having shattered knees like he did in <laughs> Batman uh, or no, Dark Knight Rises. Dark Knight Rises, yeah. <laughs> just, you know, it's like, I remember watching him like, what the fuck's Tom Lennon doing here? Thomas Lennon, <laughs> man. Just, uh, you know. Do you think he prefers Thomas Lennon or Tom Lennon? I bet he goes by Tommy. Tommy? Tommy with Oh, friends. Tommy boy yeah. over there. Oh, Tommy. Oh, Tommy. He's, he's, What's the first thing you would say to Thomas Lennon if you met him? Uh, hey, can you do me a favor and try to pretend to be a doctor and diagnose my knee problems just <laughs> you wouldn't just do a heel click and say i'm just goofing just new boot goof. I, I, look that's a how much new boot goofing does tom lennis tom lennon get on a daily basis do you think it's three times a day i i would hope so <laughs> i would hope so yeah, first th- off if you don't know who thomas lennon is just, <laughs> just stop the podcast i know we did this last time too but stop the podcast just google thomas lennon new boot goofing new boot goofing because he's an American treasure, and we should all appreciate him. Is he American? I've always had a feeling he's Canadian. 
That's he just, oh he might be, but he's still an American treasure. He's still an American treasure. <gasps> oh, Oak Park, Oak Park, Illinois. Illinois. We gorgeous. Can go, we can go travel to Oak Park, Illinois. Next episode, we will give a full update on Thomas London's <laughs> hometown. Hometown. You just want to go hang out. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, hey, look, here's a picture of him in uh, Dark Knight right there. Yeah, there it is. It's just there. <laughs> Seriously, he's one of the funniest straight he's men. A re- he's a really good straight man. He's a really, and, which is why I regret not watching The Odd Couple with him and Matthew Perry. And I know that's, uh, yeah. the, and, and I say I regret, but I also. That's, like, that's, I don't believe you. Well, I don't care that he's getting a paycheck. I like, I am happy. Like, that's why once I regret. A, once again, 100%. Get paid. Get paid. Please. I'm not I am not gonna say sit there and think less of you. I wanna say he's done some other bullshit CBS shows. Oh yeah. Uh and that's fine. It's okay. That's you get to, you. Uh jeez. Uh, I thought he where's Waldo? Uh, Wizard Whitebeard, huh? He's in a lot of Bob's burgers. He does a lot of voices in that. Uh, actually a lot of the Reno nine one people do uh Bob's Burger voices. Interesting. Bajillion do- dollar properties. Oh, that was a, s- uh, and also Archer. He was also an Archer. Well, that makes sense with the Bob's Burgers. Did you ever watch the Santa Clarita Diet? No. Uh, neither did I. Well, because he was my least favorite Walking Dead character, uh, Deadwood character, and then. Hold on, was there a Critters TV show that I don't fucking know about? Critters, a new binge <laughs> that Thomas Lennon's in. Is Thomas Lennon? Oh my God! In a critter, we were literally talking about critters. Well, Nathan was. I was because at me. Listen, people need to know about critters. There's only eight episodes in Ooh. last 2019, and Thomas Lennon's in three of them. And Thomas Lennon's in three of them. Uh, critters is an interesting. Is it? I mean, so go on. As far as creature features go, it's okay. It's you know, it's a. Uh, shitty little B movie that somebody it's a little bit um I I it didn't take itself too seriously. How about that? Uh well as these creature features as you call them. Yeah. As as they as they do. They don't yeah. take themselves they, too they, seriously. Yeah, they shouldn't. They shouldn't. And they I mean if you do there's something wrong with you. Right. There's a I mean there's just a little bit of so this is what I want to. Okay, so I mean, keep there, going. There's a, there's a touch there's a touch of camp. There's a touch of. Yes, yeah, so we're talking about yeah. critters. This is I, I'm going to give another example of just movie studios, yeah, piggybacking yes. on a successful yeah. idea. Yeah, certainly. I mean, there was a whole. I mean, so you pulled up Gremlins. Uh-huh. Gremlins. Uh, there's also Ghoulies. Ghoulies. Yep. Uh, I'm trying to think of some other. I mean, you got some more lower budget ones like Chud. Shut. I don't. Well, but, shut. I don't think is like in this. And that's where your subsections of the small, almost cuddly creatures that turn into. Yeah, I don't know if you'd put Puppet Master in there as well. Yeah, <laughs> uh, maybe. Where does Chucky may- fall along? Ooh, child's Play, uh, maybe. Yeah. I love Child's Play. That's a. Try. Exactly. I remember watching that when I was a kid and saying, "Ooh, geez, that's a." Well, we were talking the Graham, uh, critter critters led to uh, uh, Leprechaun. Uh, yeah, I, it was weird how somebody s- swore that Jennifer Aniston was in uh, Critters, and I was Critters. like, "Well, I think it was Leprechaun." Leprechaun. That you're thinking of, but yeah, no Critters. Critters. I remember. I that might be worth a rewatch, um, just as an adult, 
and seeing it not I want to say I watched it multiple times mm-hmm. on television um you know well watching a creature feature is, on television is yeah so I mean so that, that doesn't that does nothing for the movie with, that gives with ad, with ads I'm sorry but if you watch leprechaun on television well, I did not watch leprechaun on television well n- nor should you because that's that's a stupid decision that's not what we're we we're here to see. We're here to see gore and violence and boobs. That's why that's we're watching a, this movie in the first place. Did you ever watch Leprechaun in Space? No, outside <laughs> <laughs> of the first Leprechaun, I don't think I've ever watched. The what second. about uh, Wishmaster? Did you watch Wisma- Wishmaster? No. What about Wishmaster? In that's space? a tongue twister, though. Wishmaster. Ooh. Wishmaster. It's it's. That... <laughs> yeah, you got to get that one, Lua. Yeah, it's got to get in there. Uh, anyway, yeah, Gremlins. Um, yeah, creature. I mean. Uh, I I think you're critters right. critters is a very interesting. I, I liked it a lot. It was worth. I, yeah, I feel like I need to rewatch it as an adult, a, eh? and then also like in its entirety, mm-hmm. <laughs> with uh, hopefully all of its gore and um, and probably a lot of language. I'm guessing there's some language. Yeah, because so so when we were in high school, uh, when I was in high school, we didn't go to high school together. Um, no, but uh, I remember we we went through the blockbuster horror movie, <laughs> sure, uh, yeah, section from A to Z. You know, we went through it all, and yeah. we watched this movie. I don't remember it standing out. I, I I'm sure if I remember it or watch it again, I'd be like, oh, I remember parts of that and everything like that. But yeah, um, yeah, does it didn't stand out? It didn't stand out in the way that like Gremlins did, or I I like so I like the even like a Leprechaun. The how many boobs are in this movie? I don't I don't know because I've, I I I'm, I'm pretty sure I've only watched it on uh, syndicated uh, television. Okay, I, so not, this, is a, this is a homework assignment for you and I. It might be. I don't know to watch a creature feature. Ugh, oh, it's uh, are we teeing this up? What I don't know. No yeah. no 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 no. We can't tee oh, it up because no. it's not within our time frame. We're going to be start releasing. No, uh, but the other one. Yeah. What the other one, which is I think is also kind of a creature feature. Go on. I mean, tee it up. Do it. it. Oh, we, no. okay. we are open and honest with our audiences. Okay. Like anybody. I so, mean, my God. Hey, we're gonna wind this down a little bit just because we gotta wind it down. Okay. But I feel like you're gonna tell me like you're not my dad or something. But I'm not your. Dad. <laughs> <laughs> For starters, I'm not your dad. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, and B, we're gonna we're gonna be doing something new here yeah. on this could be a podcast. Uh. And it's uh, we're gonna start reviewing, not reviewing, not reviewing. No, we're gonna mystery science theater movies. Yeah, so we're gonna do some audio commentary yeah. on movies. Bonus, bonus. Bon- content. Yeah, these we're gonna be releasing, still continuing to release uh, our episodes per week. Yeah, but also uh, we're gonna every month for this year, once a month, once a month, we're gonna release a audio commentary. Yeah, for a movie. Yeah, and our first movie, which I've decided. Nathan has decided he's <laughs> is going to be Screamers. Screamers. Screamers, which was released uh, in on January twenty sixth, twenty seventh of nineteen ninety five. Okay, nineteen ninety six. I'm sorry. This is news to me too, yeah. folks. By the way, so Screamers. Yeah, uh, and and that's I mean, which also like has a little. It's a a little bit of a creature feature, just a little bit. There we go. Uh, so anyway, so we're looking forward. to Yeah, it. and that's I mean. I like that movie. I don't know how much. I've never seen it, so. I think you've seen it. If my wife's seen it. Ooh, there's a good chance. <laughs> there's a good chance yeah. that I want to say she watched it with you. 
I want to say. But then again, that was like in your childhood. Yeah. And at the, at end, the end of the day, day. I mean, this could be a podcast. <laughs> this could be a podcast. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Hey, guys. Thanks, for everybody, for uh, listening. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so check us out. Thanks for listening. Continue to listen. Share this with your friends and family. Yeah. Maybe a coworker that you're not really sure whether or not you like them. Make them listen to it. Though. Just and just stare at heavy eye contact. Heavy eye contact the entire time. Yep. Uh, and what after that, make sure that they review us as well because that helps us yep. quite a bit. Uh, and we can also you can find us on Spotify. You can find us on um, Google, uh, Apple, Apple, uh, Amazon. Literally, like anywhere that you can think of. Is your audio being played right. here? We're we're there, man. Just, we're there. We're gonna cut, cut. Actually, make it super simple. Just type in "this could be a podcast" into Google, and then just follow links. Go down that rabbit hole. We're there. And then uh, enjoy. 